This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Oh, sorry. How long have you been waiting there? My mistake. I'm a little lost in thought right now. Oh, how rude of me. Hello, friend. It's me again, your best friend, the SCP bot, Kevin, but you already knew that. Why was I so distracted? Well, maybe you can help me with this. You're a human, right? At least, that's what you keep telling me. So, you humans come in all sorts of variations of pink. Middle pink. But pink. Disgustingly pale pig pink. Maybe sometimes slightly more orange or red or yellow or brown, but always some sort of. Well. Color, right? That's just how your skin works. It evolved that way. But never. You know. Completely black. And I mean, completely, completely, completely black. No, I know what you're thinking. That's very dark brown. I mean completely. Black. Here, listen to this. Item hash, SCP-029. Object class, Keta. Special containment procedures, SCP-029 is to be incarcerated in a class 5 containment cell. She is to be allowed access to nothing of a physical nature. Her containment cell is to be placed behind a triple airlock, to avoid her escape. As of Incident 02934A, SCP-029 is no longer to be fed, as she does not appear to need sustenance to survive. There are to be three guards on duty at all times on her cell, and two guards on monitored duty. Floodlights have been installed in the walls of the containment chamber, and are to be on at all times. Once a month the chamber is to be cleaned and checked for defects. Under absolutely no circumstances are any men to encounter SCP-029 in any manner. Any males who do encounter SCP-029 are to be held under Class 3 detention for interviewing before termination. SCP-029 has requested. A bed. Denied. A blanket. Denied. Books. Denied. Clothes. Denied. This is ridiculous. The girl can't even have clothes. We are not animals, let her cover herself. Dr. Erica Bodine. Dr. Bodine, you are granted permission to deliver clothes to SCP-029. Dr. Light. As of Incident 02953B, anyone who has potential access to SCP-029 is required to first watch surveillance tape 029 Bodine. As a reminder of threats involved when working with SCP items and SCP-029 in particular. Description, SCP-029 appears to be a pubescent female of Asiatic Indian descent. She appears to suffer from alopecia universalis. Over 80% of her pigmentation is a true black, while the rest of her skin has a complete lack of melanin, to the point of albinism. Her eyes are also a dark black in color. 
SCP-029 has severe homicidal tendencies and has displayed a remarkable ability to use any item as a weapon. However, she has a severe compulsion against shedding blood, preferring instead to strangle her victims. SCP-029 has demonstrated dexterity and physical reactions four times as fast as the average human. SCP-029 has also displayed extensive resistance to damage of all forms. Both of these extra-human abilities are greatly hampered in the presences of bright or direct light, natural or artificial. In addition, any males who come within the presence of SCP-029, an area defined by her current perception, find themselves pliant to her will. Such males become willing to kill or even die for SCP-029. SCP-029 refers to herself as phrase expunged, which roughly translates to daughter of darkness, daughter of shadows, or daughter of night. Interviews with SCP-029 have proven difficult to conduct, due to SCP-029's constant attempts to kill or convert all who speak with her. Over her years of captivity, the black patches on her skin have increased in size. SCP-029 was first brought to the Foundation's attention by an agent working in rural India. An attempt on his life led him to a small cult of men who claimed to be thuggies, in service to the daughter. Several weeks of investigation proved that they believed the world to be in the last years of the Kali Yuga, and that by sacrificing one million lives to the Daughter of Darkness, they could raise their goddess and end the world. They also believed that only sacrifices performed through strangulation added to this tally. Events led the agent to their mountain fortress, where he discovered SCP-029. After the loss of said agent, data expunged, which ended in our acquisition of SCP-029. Addendum, seven years after capture, SCP-029 began showing anomalous growth in her black pigmentation. When questioned about it, she claimed her followers were on the move once more. Investigation led us to a concentration of so-called thuggies that had escaped our initial foray. After discovering that all her followers were there for one of their holy days, a tactical airstrike was called in. When the first bomb dropped, SCP-029 awoke from slumber, screaming at the top of her lungs. SCP-029 continued to scream for the next four hours, ranting and raving that we were killing her people. Since said event, the growth of black pigmentation has stopped completely. Also since said event, SCP-029 has redoubled her efforts to escape. SCP-2820 has been proposed as a possible method of neutralization should the situation worsen. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play.